Welcome to The Center and the Saints. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. I have bad news. <laughs> we are all going to hell in a handbasket because, Lord, this has been a crazy day. Holy cow. Y'all, we had a podcast recorded to go out this week, mm-hmm. and that did not work out. We recorded this weeks ago. Yes. Didn't and work. it was so good. Yep. Lost, scrapped, gone. <laughs> yep. So then... You know, we're sitting there and we come up with another great topic and have a great conversation. We come into the recording studio. Everything is working fine. We hit record and everything just stops. Yeah. We took us 10 minutes, 15. I don't even know. We might have been here for 20. Long time, girl. Long Long time. Long time. We were beginning to wonder if God even wanted us to record. I did actually say, God, are we supposed to be doing something else right now? Because if so, (laughs) let us know. (laughs) Ever feel like that in your life? Every day. You know? Things just seem to all be falling apart, seem to be unraveling. God keeps closing doors, locking them. (laughs) (laughs) Slamming them shut. Slamming them shut right in your face. I actually did just talk to somebody recently, and they were like, you know, it's been hard. Not going to lie. It's been really hard lately. And every single time I think, okay, I've made it through that, and I am going to get up now. I began to crawl up off the floor, and it's like, but bam, another tidal wave hits. Oh, it's oh. Like, like, maybe it's because of Christmas, but you almost feel like the two um, bad guys in Home Alone. <gasps> oh my gosh, <laughs> like, that's like, such a good visual. Like through the house. Yes. yes, and it's like frying pan, yes. slip of the ice, crack of the head, <laughs> fall out the window, yeah, that's pot right. on plant, I mean, potted plant on head. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ever feel like that? Yes. In fact, I'm not sure I'm going to get off the floor today and we're done recording. Okay. Well, you can take a nap here. Sweet. Great. (laughs) This might be the only place you can take a nap. I know. In your life. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, it feels a little bit like, and we've talked about it before, because we're Christians, people think that we should A, always have it all together, or B... (laughs) That makes me laugh. (laughs) Sorry, because it's such a joke. Yes, they do feel like that. Or B, if it's not all together, slap a scripture on and keep on moving. Oh, yeah. So annoying, really. Actually, you know what is annoying? Oh. Oh, this this might touch a nerve. Okay. (laughs) Is when you feel just like you just need to vent a little. And somebody else throws a scripture on it for you. Mm. And you're like, do not throw a scripture on that for me today. Today is not a scripture day. Oh, yes. We talked about that. <laughs> yes. When did we talk about that? A couple podcasts ago. Yeah, oh, I don't even um, know. Christian but stereotypes, maybe. But you feel like that sometimes, even as a Christian. Yes. And it's okay. Yeah. God knows. Yeah. He certainly didn't, you know, wasn't all, he's always loving, but he certainly what hasn't always been happy with all his people all through time, through scripture. It's I mean, clear. go read the Old Testament. It's very entertaining. Yes, exactly. But also God made all the emotions. Mm-hmm. So don't you think he can handle them all if he made them? Yeah, he can. You know, we say that, we say he can handle it, but then we... We feel like we have to, we still feel as if we have to tiptoe around him like we do everyone else in our lives. We don't have to wear a mask with the Lord. 
thank you, Jesus. Yes. But we still try to because, and I think it goes back to what we're saying. There are these expectations that people have of us when you're a Christian and these expectations that we place on ourselves as Christians. You know, people always think you have to have a kind word. Oh, for, I have a kind of word for you. <laughs> I, I should say, people always think you should have a kind word, not a cuss word. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I, I quickly throw that one under the bus periodically uh, in conversations. So there's, there's that expectation. We don't always have a kind word for everyone. Sometimes we are angry with people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even God. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Question him. Talk to him about it. Maybe yell a little. Yeah, I was listening to a sermon this morning and the pastor said, God loves question marks. Yes, I love a question mark. And you know what's almost as good as a question mark? A comma. Because you're going to have to pause, but there's still something on the other side. Keep but on God. That's comma, right. but God. Yes. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. You know, another thing that stands out to me, people always think that because you're a Christian, like you, you're, you kind of get treated as a doormat. Oh, and there's this misconception that you are instantly able to forgive, instantly able to move on and just instantly able to show grace. Now I will say with Jesus, I am able to show those things. Sometimes faster than others. <laughs> okay. Way faster than others. Sometimes not for a few days. Oh, you're ahead of me. But this reminds me of a great story <laughs> I probably told way early on in the podcast. So my son, who's now 16, was four. And we went to church. And of course, as a good Christian family, when you go to lunch, you say, what did you learn about in church today? Right? <laughs> and so I said, what did you learn today? He said, well... I learned that if someone steps in front of you in the water fountain, you punch them in the face and then you forgive them. So I've been living the, like that. <laughs> I figure they were teaching it down in the kids' ministry. I'm good. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, my god. pretty gosh. sure he, like, misconstrued a few words there. But I love it. And we still say, punch them in the face and punch forgive them. Punch them in the face and forgive them. <laughs> That's awesome. And then say a little prayer for him. Right. <laughs> Bless their heart. God made repentance for a reason, friends. <laughs> I think people also assume that you just do everything right. You know, I, I, I actually, I feel as if sometimes people look at me and they think, she has it all together. You know, everything is so happy. Everything is so perfect. Everything is just right. And she has cute shoes. Well, you always do have cute shoes. I'm going to give you that right now. You do have cute shoes. <laughs> well, thank you. You know, and I think sometimes it's not even that you're a Christian, but it's just your outwardly appearance appearance yes. sometimes. And I do believe that our outward appearance is a reflection of what we have in our hearts. Mm. You know, like a smile and a kindness, certainly, that isn't of my own, that comes from the Lord. And his light and his love and his courage and his strength. But I do not have do everything right. Right. And I do think when you're saying like a, a smile on your face, sometimes we're not going to be happy chipper. Yeah. 
Sometimes we are just like smiling because we have God in our heart that's like giving us a little bit of comfort. But the most thing I can do is turn up one side of my mouth to give you half a smile because we're going through it. And can I get an amen out there? Everybody driving around listening or taking a walk. Um, I think also that people think that because you're a Christian, you judge everyone else. Well, I mean, most of us do, if we're being honest. (laughs) But isn't that the key? It doesn't have anything to do with being a Christian. Right. That is human nature. Yes. And it is with God that we overcome that human nature. But it gets pegged on Christians. Right. Right? That we're the judgy people. Uh, mm You just That was me bleeping out a cuss word. You just judged the Christian that they were a bad Christian because they judged you. I'm just saying. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Perfect. (laughs) Yes. Great illustration. I was, um, this reminds me of this awesome verse in Proverbs. And it says, it's like Proverbs 3, 5 through something, something. 5 through 12 is the whole thing. But it says, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure everything out on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do. Everywhere you go, he's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Run from evil. And your body will glow with health. Your very bones will vibrate with life. Honor God with everything you own. Give him the first and best. And I love that. Dare I even say that in the New Testament, Jesus called out the religious leaders mm-hmm. for their evil ways. So sometimes when you're running away from evil, you might be running away from someone that claims to become Quote, a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And I think that is where we, we want to turn this conversation into the fact that there are so many expectations. We will burn out no matter what. Christian or not, uh, we get to points where we burn out. We get to points where we don't always have a smile and a kind word, where people assume certain things of us that we that we do everything right or that we judge everyone else. We cannot look to the world. Amen. <laughs> or ourselves. Amen. To figure these things out and how to live and how to let go of that judgment and guilt, and that we are human. And that is not an excuse. That is a fact. Because with Jesus, and as we keep our eyes on him, we are able to listen to him and follow him instead of the world. Because in today's economy, what is right yeah, used not to be. I mean, think about that. Like the sermon I was listening to recently, not the one this morning, but the one on Sunday. Um, I need a lot of Jesus, y'all, so I can come out and face this crazy world. Anyways, um, they said, you know, 500 years ago, was what was acceptable is absolutely not acceptable and good today. Mm. But also, 500 years ago, what may have been unacceptable uh, may be acceptable in right. today's climate. So, you know, who am I to say where you're going at the end of the day or at the end of your life. That's not mine. Your salvation is not my job. That's right. And the only way we can kind of muddle through 
the gray. Such a great word, muddling. Uh, yes. And the wonky and the fuzzy is to keep our eyes focused on God. And, you know, this concept of trusting him from the bottom of our hearts, I really set on that a lot. And I looked, um, I started to wonder, where is the bottom of my heart? Question mark. I love a good question. I'm always asking. (laughs) Back uh, to the question mark. Back to the question mark. But all through scripture, I found it so interesting that this, this phrase is used from the bottom of my heart. And it basically means all of my heart. And these are all different verses from the Psalms, from Proverbs. It's like, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I trust you from the bottom of my heart. I beg you. I praise you. I follow you. I obey you. I seek you from the bottom of my heart with all of my heart. And I just... What is the bottom of our hearts? And I thought, oh, it's just all this amazing stuff, right? You think your heart, it's it's all these beautiful things, but actually it's not. Our heart is full of both. Mm-hmm. Our heart is full of the joys and the happy memories and the triumphs and the victories, but it is also full of the despairs and the sadness Mm -hmm. and you know, the times we really messed up, the times we were hurt, the times we were broken, fear and doubt. Our hearts are full of all of those things. It's not just this pretty picture of a little heart. Like you see people (laughs) in their little Instagram photos, making their little heart in the photo with their hands. It's, it's not all beautiful in there. No, but God wants all of it. That's if we dig down to the bottom of our hearts, then we are taking in all of those things, the good, the bad, the pretty, the ugly. And he wants all of that. So he wants all of us to come before him. Can you go back and go back to the words that you had? It was like, I trust you. I think what, what was those again now? So now I want everyone to visualize because now I'm just getting the full picture of what you're saying. Okay. I don't just have my pretty heart anymore. I'm actually thanking and trusting and praying with the despair and the darkness too. Yeah. And we're thanking him from the bottom of our heart. Mm -hmm. We're trusting him. So with the good, the bad, the ugly, we're begging him. Oh yeah. I beg you from the bottom of my heart. I praise you. From the bottom of my heart, I follow you from the bottom of my heart. I obey you and I seek you from the bottom of my heart. I love this because, you know, I was just, um, you know, those little Facebook memories pop up and I realize I need to put this into a blog. But um, this kind of trust and faith and um, obedience and love and worship does not come from a Sunday morning service. Oh, absolutely not. That is basically like taking your car through the little $5 car wash where they just kind of splatter it with water and dry it. This is the deep cleaning. This is the deep spending time with God. This is getting in God's word every day. This is ruminating on a scripture. This is walking with God and having a conversation. You cannot get this kind of relationship, this deep fulfilling relationship that we talk about one hour a week. Oh. Yeah, we can't say that enough. I mean, I wish we could because we love that instant gratification world, right? Um, But you cannot. 
And I think the world would be a much happier place if that was possible. But we are not good people without more of Jesus. But it does take such an intentionality. Um, it reminds me of Jeremiah 24, 7. It says, I will give them a heart to know me, that I am Yahweh. They will be my people and I will be their God because they will return to me with all their heart. Mm. And again, it's all of it. And I think that's what we want you to hear today is that people think certain things about you because you're a Christian, because you're a woman, because you're a mom, because you're married, because you're single, because you're divorced, like whatever it is, people think things about you, think you should act a certain way, do a certain thing, say a certain thing, uh, participate in something. It is really all about turning your heart to Jesus and giving him all of it. Digging through everything, getting down to the very, in every nook and cranny, down to the very bottom of it. And then offering, scooping it all out and just putting it before him. I, I, you know, I have given him a lot of stuff, most of it ugly stuff, honestly. Um, And as I was walking today, I was thinking um, of a scripture. I think it's in Isaiah. I'll have to um, bring it back up. But it says, unless your faith is firm, you will not stand firm or I cannot make you stand firm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think my desire and I'm sure your desire for everybody listening all the time, which is why we just feel like we're harping on the same thing sometimes, is that you are so confident in God and who you are in Christ that when the girl where when the world comes to shake you down, you don't even flinch. Mm. That is you that's the kind of relationship and that's the kind of like faith and confidence, God confidence as we talked about last week in our um message we did at the event. That's the kind of God confidence that lights up a room. It does. It changes generations to come. It's so true. And, you know, it is to get to the bottom of our hearts. We have to go through, you know, the pretty stuff is always easy. The fun stuff. (laughs) I didn't have much of that. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But when we get through fear and bitterness and doubt and pride, and we just keep digging down in our heart, the selfishness, the insecurity, the jealousy, the pain, and we offer that, we give that to the Lord from the bottom of our hearts, then this trust and this gratitude and this faith becomes this mighty thing where he says, take great strength, take courage. We can actually do that because we've gotten down to through all the the muck and the and the fuzzy and the gray and we've handed it to him and he's still like I love you Melissa. Oh my gosh, he and I have had so many walks recently and I was like, "What what what about this God? That's not yours. I got that. Mm. It's going to be all right." And you know what? I don't feel courageous and mighty in it right now, but you know what? I feel peace. Oh, that's beautiful. Just comfort and peace and a and this crazy amount of I, it's it's a surreal amount of just calmness walking into a storm. Like, eh, okay. Where you know it's him. Right. <laughs> yeah, there is no <laughs> definitely <other> <laughs> Definitely not you. And I think that that goes back to this point of you cannot get this an hour a week. No. <laughs> I mean, this is a daily thing because I don't know about you, but I don't 
just have these things, fear and doubt and pride and selfishness and insecurity and jealousy and all the things. Um, I don't just have those once a week and then get rid of them on Sundays and then like, oh, I'm good till Sunday. Like I am always dealing with something and we always will be. And it's okay. I think especially as we approach the holidays, things in our hearts seem to expand like couscous when you cook it in water. (laughs) I mean, it's like everything just kind of gets a little, I don't know, more swollen, right? more swole up as they say in the country. But, um, you know, we, if we're keeping our eyes focused on him, then we are least likely to hit burnout. We are more likely to have a smile and a kind word to not be a doormat, but to forgive and show mercy more quickly, maybe not instantly, just to do things in a way that pleases him and honors him, maybe not perfectly, and to not judge others. Yeah, and you know, we would love to know what you think about this topic because I know it's kind of a deep one and it's a little probably dicey for some of you so reach out to us maybe you don't know how to study the bible maybe you've never sat down with the bible and you don't even know that there are 66 books which by the way i just learned last year so here we are okay friends it's okay we would love to reach out and help you and give you some guidance and direction so drop in our dms we're also um we're off next week but we're coming back in december and our new series is called the season of taking uh everyone else will be doing the season of giving or whatever that is no ma'am we're doing the season of taking so come back next um for the month of december for that and then we are speaking at an event on december 14th for knowing god ministries we're going to be doing the holiday center in the saint style so if you guys want to join us in person or they also have a virtual option as well we'd love to see you there guys but most importantly just take some time with you and god it doesn't have to be in a bible it could be on a walk and say god I want to hear from you. That's one of my favorite places. Yes. To hang out with God. Absolutely. on a walk, checking out his creation. And we hope you find time to carve in a little bit of space for him all through your holidays. Thanks for joining us this week on The Center in the Saint.